2: On big man, can you nope. hear me? I can hear you. I'm in the building, no doubt, no doubt, man. Yo, I was just looking at the score for that Hawks game, yeah. It looked like it was pretty good, man. How Trey Young looked today?
1: Trey Young is, um, he's gonna be Trey, man. I think, um,
0: <laughs>
1: he, he, he's definitely showing what he can, uh, um, what he's bringing to these playoffs, mm-hmm. but yeah. The- Close to the end, man. It, it, it got a little close to the end. I mean, it's a game of runs. I had to tell some of my fanatics over here, you know, I was watching the game with a bunch of my friends. And, you know, everybody had their own little controversy. I mean, not controversy, excuse me, comments. To make it yeah. whatnot. not. And, and I was just telling them, man, it's a game of runs. You know, they're going to make yeah. their runs. We have to make our adjustments and make our runs. And the clock, fortunately, was um, in our favor today. So,
2: Oh, yeah. And C-plus is a good look that the Hawks is not – is cl- getting closer to the uh... – to the East Coast Finals.
1: That's right, man. So, we haven't been there since
2: 2016. Yeah, oh yeah, one and O. So y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all getting it right now. <laughs> that's what's up, man, that's what's up. Yeah, my My Hornets at the house, so hey.
1: they, they can't. <laughs> that's, because I know next season it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be a dog fight in the Southeast, man. With your, uh, yeah. Supporters. Uh, that boy Lamello Ball is doing his thing. Yeah. That's, I'm watching. I'm definitely watching.
0: Okay,
2: no doubt. So let me do my particulars and we can get this thing cracking and rolling. Okay, big man. That's what's up. No doubt. Hey, how y'all doing out there? And welcome to the brought to you by Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast. All you got to do is download Anchor on your phone. Or if you got a laptop, you can go to Anchor.fm. Get a profile and set it up today and start podcasting just like me. We're also, also I'm your grateful host, Kavanaugh with Southern Champ, AKA The Porn Rap Star. You know the drill. Go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star and see all my porn, listen to my music, all my new releases, as well as follow me on social media. So go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star today and find everywhere that you can find The Porn Rap Star, but with one link. Also, we are sponsored by and loved by the Facebook of the LS community. We're talking about lsworld.com. Go there today. Get a profile. Interact with other kink minded people like yourself. Find events in your area that you might could attend. So go to lsworld.com, get a profile, and start your adventure in the lifestyle. We're also a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast community. That's right. I'm talking about 15. Podcast that gives you the black experience. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, check me and 14 other podcasts out now. And also while you're there, you can get some shopping done. Yes, you can purchase products, beauty, fashion, books, you name it, from over a thousand black retailers. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build the black economy so we can build generational wealth. Now I'm about to be quiet and let this man introduce himself. Go ahead, sir.
1: Wow, man. Um, let me see.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> I um
1: I go by a number of different names depending on the in- the uh industry in which I am in at that particular moment. Um uh, mm-hmm. to say for right now, y'all can call me Sir Ridiculous CEO of Third Zone Productions home to Throat Wars and the Dirty
2: South Gang Bang Boys. Mm. So how long have you been in the business?
1: Uh, let's see, this is, it will be years, this is year 17, it be, uh, this October is <laughs> in the business. Um, uh, it's been a, it's been one hell of a
2: ride. So, so, so 17 years in the business. Good night. That's serious. Shoot. You, you running neck and neck with me. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. No doubt. No doubt. So what got you started in the business? What brought you to the business?
1: Oh, what actually what brought me to the business is a funny story. I um also have had um some dealings in the music industry and um mm-hmm. I can I can say with a, a measure of certainty that they run neck and neck both in yeah. So I was mm-hmm. happy to see one night I was at a um I was at a um I was in a, an industry album release party. And one of my friends were there, some guy that I had struck up a friendship with online. Um, basically I had this wild idea, and I kind of just like ran it by him like on a humbug, you know, how you just might be just saying something to somebody in passing or whatever. And he was like, Nah, man, that's a great idea. You should you should probably run with it, you know. And I was yeah. like, ah. You know, at the time, I was kind of just really focused on the music, you know. Mm -hmm. "Eh." But, you know, we all got that deviant side and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. I was looking at online was definitely feeding into that. And um, I had the uh, wild notion to kind of have my own gangbang one day. Like Mm -hmm. host it, not necessarily be in it, but, you know, Mm -hmm. just or less just host the thing. And see Mm -hmm. what I could do because I saw a number of things online that I wanted to be a part of. I wanted to be in the mix. And um, so, actually, around about that same time, I don't know if it happened, I don't know which order it happened in first, but Mm -hmm. around that time, I had met a a young lady who was doing her thing early in the game. This is pre OnlyFans, pre mini vids, (laughs) pre all of that stuff, man. She was, you know, she had her own website. And basically, she was coming down to Atlanta and filming her gangbang. And she was looking for guys to be a part of the gangbang. So me being online, looking at some things, I ran across this information. And obviously, I was intrigued enough to actually attend. And it was at that event that I noticed something that changed my life. As opposed to me coming in being a talent, the people Mm -hmm. that let me in the door, the people that let me into this particular event, they were dressed to the nines, you know, nice mm-hmm. suits. These guys are carrying clipboards. Me being of the mindset that I'm from, I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. wait, a minute, wait a minute, they ain't over here in this pussy. Like, you know, like,
0: wait, 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 they ain't even thinking
1: it? about it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that intrigued me from the entrepreneurial standpoint that I possess, that I occupy. And um, Mm -hmm. so I had conversations with them after the event. And I tell you, that was my only day being talent at that time. I was Mm -hmm. talent for one day. (laughs) day. And I figured out that was the wrong side of the field to be playing on. Oh, yeah. Where the money was, that wasn't where the ownership was. And so Mm -hmm. i speaking to these gentlemen and learning a couple of things and, you know, using that to kind of, uh, I don't know, water my own seed in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I, hey man, they can do it. I can do it. I've always had that kind of attitude. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If they can do it. I can do it. They're no different than I am. They're no better than me.
0: You know. Mm-hmm. So I
1: wound up kind of sticking my toe in the water, and October 31st, 2004, was our very first ever gangbang. That was my first time shooting anything that I would ever call mm-hmm. professional. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we haven't so looked back since.
2: So, how did y'all organize the gangbang? Because a lot of people, I ran into a lot of girls that said they want a gangbang. And I know that it is difficult as fuck to get a bunch of dudes in the same room that would want to fuck in the same room. So how did y'all go about organizing the gangbang?
1: That's a great question. I'll be honest with you. At that time, it wasn't even about the adult entertainment industry. I had had gotten immersed into the local swinger culture, the swinger Mm -hmm. community out here. Mm -hmm. So that makes it
2: super easy. (laughs) Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Atlanta, got a strong one down there. they got a strong one down there. Yes, yes, you know.
1: And it makes it super easy to be able to gather talent, you know, and, and be able to organize it on that level. And so that's what I did. You know, I try to do anything that I stick my name on to with any measure of organization, you know. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it was pretty simple. At the time, I'll be honest with you, we we were also operating out of Yahoo groups. That's when Yahoo mm-hmm. groups were super big. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So it was like everything, all the tools we needed for organization was at our fingertips. We yeah. established databases, guys that flaked out. We would have them on a certain database, guys that were consistent and came through to every event that we ever had. You know, we had mm-hmm. them in the database, and those were the guys we would call first. Mm-hmm. And then we had our overflow cats, you know, mm-hmm. where it was like, okay, well, the A-team guys can't make it, certain guys on the A-team can't make it. We'll call it the B-team mm-hmm.
2: guys. Yeah. Now, how did you being in the music industry translate to how you move in the porn industry? Because me I, me, I come from the music industry background. Yeah. And I always tell people the music industry kind of prepared me for the porn industry. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. Um. Well, for
1: one, for me, I was, you know, and I don't really know. And I can only speak to myself, obviously. I can't speak to anybody else's matriculation. But I was fortunate enough to be in a lot of Atlanta's big circles mm-hmm. at that time. You know the game has changed fifty times over since then, but at yeah. that time, I was fortunate enough to be able to have uh, contract meetings with
2: Arista Records. So that, that, that that's major right there. See, see, people don't realize the life we had before porn, dog.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know, and then a lot of them don't really care either because yeah. they have they have this you know this 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 mentality of. Well, what have you done lately? Or you know, yeah. what is, how does this benefit me today? Or you living off some old shit? Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think that's wrong with this, and I know we might tackle that later on. I don't want to get yeah. too far off of that, but you know, I think a lot of the new people could really take a minute and learn from some of the people that have, have come before. Oh no, me. you
2: speak on it. Hey, this is unsensitive. It's no structure to this podcast. Go ahead. I'm not here <laughs> to
1: preach. I'm not here to talk down to nobody. But when I when I'm proud of my accomplishments after spending seventeen years in this industry, I don't need people turning their nose up and trying to talk down like, Oh, that was then, what about now? It's like what about now? Now is even worse. What are you talking about? I got yeah. momentum now. I got things mm-hmm. that work in my favor from from putting in seventeen years. A lot a lot of these new people that we encounter today won't make seventeen years. No. You know, because they don't mm-hmm. have the intuitiveness, you know, they mm-hmm. don't have what they need to be able to um you know if they don't get the result that they want,
2: yeah, it, what, of- what they don't realize is it was harder for us to get in the industry than it is for them to get in the industry now, yeah. so there was way more obstacles for us yeah, oh oh and not even that.
1: we don't have um we did not have excuse me the amenities that they all have now, we didn't yes. have we did we didn't have hell, I was telling somebody the other day back in the day when we wanted to try to get a website, we had to pay it. it was yeah. starting at a thousand dollars, yeah. You know, yeah. It was starting. Now you can go on Model Central and drag and drop some shit.
2: Yeah. You know, and then also if you had a clips for sale, you was looked down upon. Really? Keep it on like that. You had a clips for sale or, or, or Sub-A-Charms, they looked down upon you. Cause they oh. to them, a real porn star had a standalone site.
1: Hey, though to be honest with you, yeah. I still feel yeah, like absolutely. that to this day. You know why and I said this to somebody the other day too. It's like when I'm trying to explain to somebody the benefit of getting a URL and not having it point to a damn OnlyFans, yeah. it's like, that's your that's your address online. That's how people mm-hmm. find you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want people to come to my address and they go into somebody else's house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is my address. You can find me on the internet. And yeah. I don't want to give it to OnlyFans. They got enough money. They mm-hmm. don't need any more
2: of mine. Yeah. Because what people don't realize is that these OnlyFans and minivids they're changing their structure, making it harder for the sex worker to put their content on there. So that's the purpose of having that standalone site because you ain't got to worry about dealing with that shit.
1: Well, it just makes it for a more lazy um, talent these days. Yeah. Very reflective of what's going on in the industry right now. But get yeah, back to the other the question, though.
2: <laughs> um, well, I, you know, I've been doing this for a little minute. I've been doing this for a little minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I sound, like I sound like an old man. So I
1: don't feel so bad. <laughs> you good, you good, man. It's like I enjoy this. I enjoy any opportunity that I have to uh, talk passionately about what I care about and people yeah. who uh, are interested enough to even have me on the platform. I want to thank you for having me on your platform and even yeah. being interested enough to even talk to me about the things that I have going on. So,
2: again, yeah, shout because- out to you. Yeah, because like I said, I feel that the men in our industry don't have a platform to speak. We don't get to tell our story. Mm-hmm. The good, the bad, and the ugly in the industry that we deal with. We always hear the woman's side, but never the man's side. And when you hear the man's side, we're villainized.
1: Yeah, yeah for the most part. You know, I'm living proof yeah. of that. We definitely might get into that, you know, before it's okay. all said and done.
2: Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, because, I, don't get it twisted, I have been polarized. I know, and I, uh, I it, many of our, our producers, all of us, have been polarized. We we look there as the bad guy because this girl career didn't pan out like it posed to, and they look at us. But we can't make the fans like you. Only we can do is just make you look good.
1: That's it. That's it. That's all. You know, it's a, it's a team effort, and if you're not putting yep. your weight, um, a situation kind of like that happened last night. You know, I mm-hmm. I can only feed off the energy that you bring, and if you mm-hmm. bring you know, lackluster energy, then hmm. I don't know how you expect an outstanding result. Mm-hmm. Something else I learned from the music industry, you know, kind of yeah. circling back to that, you know, it's like things that I've learned helped me navigate throughout this industry, but it also negatively affected me in this industry as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How. Mm-hmm. You know, in music industry, you got to kind of handle your business with a dog-ass attitude, you know? Yes, you do. You know? You don't have to necessarily be a dame dash, but you gotta kinda stand on your on your square, like, hey, you know, this is what it is. And so mm-hmm. I brought a lot of that into this industry and it wasn't necessarily met the way that and I didn't necessarily have any preconceived notions about how it was. This is how it's just how I am. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I'm very I'm a very shrewd businessman. I'm fair, mm-hmm. I'm fair. You know, if you if you talk to some people who will really be willing to tell the truth, you know, people get paid. Yeah. Oh, I don't content trade you to death. I don't content share you to death. People get paid over here. People have a Mm good time set. Nobody's forced to do anything. Mm -hmm. Whatever people say about me has nothing to do with any professionalism on set. Period. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. only attractions and the only things that people have to say about me come from social media. That's it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That's it. Because, yeah. like you said, being a black man in this industry, and I don't want to go there, but, yeah. Yeah, you have- go there. Go there. Go there. No, I mean, I, because, you know, they'll, they'll try to paint that as a cop-out. You know, yeah. oh, you going to the black man shit. No, nah, it's the truth. Yeah, It's the truth. This industry doesn't care about what I go through. They don't care about the bills I have to pay. They don't care about if my kids mm-hmm. eat. They just want the money. They don't care if yeah. the scene sells. They don't even care about the actual details of the scene. How many times have I talked to a model who didn't even ask me what the hell the scene detailed or what the scene entailed, excuse me, before she asked me how much she was getting paid?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so that right there lets me know I really don't even want to work with you because you're only in it for the money, which means you're not going to give me your maximum effort. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're going to be in it for the money,
2: and it's going to show.
0: hmm It's
2: definitely which, going to be reflected. Which, that you said with it that being a producer, What type of model do you look for to work with? Oh, excellent question. Now, this is funny. I say this all
1: the time because of my platform. My platform is not predicated upon one particular model or one type of model or even a name
0: necessarily. Mm -hmm.
1: Literally pull up the gas station right now. And if a chick is on pump nine and she can swallow a dick, she's got a home on throat (laughs) (laughs) Wars. I'm uncancelable. I'm uncancelable, if that's a word. They tried Mm -hmm. to, they failed miserably. And I'm not saying that with any measure of ego. It's the fucking truth. You know, people get mad in this industry when you don't accept them or when you don't invite them over to your platform. But mm-hmm. these people who get an attitude when you don't choose them are turning people down left and right. See, I mm-hmm. noticed. Hey, when they turn people down,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have to turn them down. It's a it's an indictment on your credibility, yeah. character, you name it. Yeah. And they take it personal, but we're not supposed to. Well, I don't take it personal anyway, because at the end of the day, you're saving me money. You know what I saying? You're saving me money Man. at the end of the day. If you don't want to work with me, cool. I can keep my money. Go buy me some more jewelry. You know what I'm saying? I'm not tripping. I'm mm-hmm. not tripping. You need the money. You know what I'm saying? That's what I came into this business to do, was to help the model. hmm And I get shitted on, and this will not be a pity part. I'm just speaking facts. Mm-hmm. I get shitted on when I'm one yeah. of the very few people that model to make sure she gets paid, make sure she takes care of whatever she has to take care of. That's why they're doing this. They're not mm-hmm. doing this for friendships. They're not doing this to be dating. If that happens, great. That's a bonus, but that's not what none of us are here for. We're here for the money. So mm-hmm. you want to tell me why I have so many models that fumble the bag if it's about the money? Mm-hmm. We can't have a decent conversation. My conversations in on the DMs. That's where a lot of the um a, a lot of the, the rumors and shit come from. Mm-hmm. Um it's a standard conversation. It's a probing conversation. I'm supposed to be asking questions. I need to find mm-hmm. out if you're fit platform. A lot mm-hmm. of these girls don't have basic and I know I'm making a blanket statement. So for those who are listening, don't take it offensively. That's not what I'm doing. I'm only speaking mm-hmm. from my experiences. And that's something else that this industry needs to do a better job of. Let people, yeah. let people tell their experiences. Yeah. If it's not in line with what you like, that's cool. It doesn't have to be. You know, but we heard you gripe and complain. You don't think I got something I want to complain about? Basically. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, it it it's supposed to be a, a team effort when you get these uh, bookings. You know, you mm-hmm. have a and I have a brand. We're supposed to come together and make each other's brands. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's not like that. These girls lack basic business one-on-one. They don't mm-hmm. know how to communicate. They, they only know how to communicate in a way where, like, it lacks conflict resolution. It mm-hmm. actually initiates a lot of con- conflict. Um, case in point, I was talking to a model the other day, as a matter of fact, and in the middle of a while, I'm trying to, you know, Feel her out, kind of establish a rapport. I'm the kind Mm -hmm. of person who I really want to work with you if I have, like, no dealings with you, because we're dealing with a very, very intimate situation here. A dick is going in somebody's mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, I would like to at least feel comfortable around you so that I can perform at a maximum level. When you start making a man feel uncomfortable in those circumstances and situations, Mm
0: -hmm. it's (laughs) big. Yeah. Yeah, because
2: because I... Because, see, I talked to people about discussing boundaries mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. set or what have you. And I said, the one thing you never hear, we never discuss our boundaries. Because but, when we do, we look that it's funny. They might say we gay or what yeah. have you. You know, period. I
1: talked something the other day. That, uh, yeah, A girl was basically clowning dudes for not liking to get their ass ate. Like, okay, I didn't know that was a, a fucking prerequisite now.
2: I'm saying. I mean, don't get to I like my ass ate but not every man into that shit. Exactly. And, I, and the whole point is, just as much as the woman must be comfortable on set, the man must be comfortable as well, and they do not take that into account.
1: Man, I saw a whole conversation about dudes getting shamed for taking big pills, for taking injections, and all this other shit. I don't have anything to say about that, whether it's natural or unnatural. You got these same yeah. girls complaining with fake tits. I ain't trying to get yeah. shit they talking about. <laughs> no, man, but see- at the end of the day, the scene needs Thank to sell. Okay? You. And we need to do whatever we need to do within the parameters established to make it sell. You can't get over here mm-hmm. and shame but do this is what I've noticed. And I had a conversation with the producer who remained, this is a good friend of mine. Um, but it's so funny how, you know, these girls expect you to just come in on set hard as fuck. Yeah. You are you're not supposed to do anything to get yourself hard. You're supposed to already be hard. And if you don't stay hard, you get talked about. Now, mm-hmm. I can't take a pill. I can't take an injection. I saw a girl shame a dude for sitting over in the corner jacking his dick. So it's like, goddamn, like, what are we supposed to do? You're not giving us any yeah. options. We can't touch you. We can't get aroused. We can't do anything that's going to like, so you're not being fucking realistic.
2: No. Because, see, the thing of it is, with ladies gonna taking into account, me being a male time and a producer, I tell a girl, I ain't ashamed to take a blue chew. I ain't ashamed to smoke a blunt. I ain't ashamed to go to the corner store and get one of them pills because we have to stay hard in conditions that the normal guy does not have to worry about staying hard in.
1: This is very factual. This is very factual. And,
2: And then on top of that, we have to do it multiple times. We have to come on cue and we might have to come multiple times. That's right. You know, period. Even to the point that I had to get over the shame of coming too fast. It ain't about coming too fast, because we can always move it to the end. It's about getting that bitch back up so we can finish the scene.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: and and they just being honest. And I find that's, it funny that females say that, but if a broad come on set on her fucking period, then tell a goddamn soul, we both supposed to be that,
1: That's happened. That's happened to me. That's happened to me a number of times. Yeah. And we, if we're going to talk on professionalism, let's start there. Um, at least be upfront with the people who are paying you as to your condition that day, whether or not you can do the job that you've been hired to do. If you can't do that, let's start there before we start slinging this unprofessional shit around because, yeah. again, I've been nothing but professional on set. I like, beat that. I like to have a good time. I'm a class clown. You know, people who, I think the people who know me Mm-hmm. don't feed into that bullshit that, you know, people are going around saying and stuff like that. And then, too, I tell people all the time, if people weren't talking about me, I wasn't doing something right. I didn't do Correct. my job. Yeah. I didn't do my job. I'm lame, I'm boring, I ain't shit to talk about. You know, I enjoy the fact that I'm, you know, this is funny. I'm I'm. I'm going to go there. This is my interview. I enjoy go the it. fact that people come to Atlanta and instead of working, they sit around and talk about me. They come to these shoe houses, pay their money to come to Atlanta to work, and instead of working, they talking about me. I enjoy Mm -hmm. the fact that some people I have never fucking met laid eyes on, got the audacity and time in their day to write whole fucking think piece, slander pieces about throat wars. And they use my fucking tweets against me. Tweets that I know damn well what I said when I said it and why I said it. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a guy who's trying his best to try to imitate me and try to get my attention. And he wants to be a thug. Well, you can't insult me by calling me a thug when I came from the fucking music industry. And, yeah. and then make it so bad, you want to be the thug that I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, how do you sound? How do you mm-hmm. sound? Like, yo, when I tell you just last week, this dude put a whole slander piece out on me. And when I read the shit, I couldn't do nothing but smile ear to ear. Number one, who's got this kind of time? Yeah, what have I done to make you stop getting money of your own to talk bad about me? Yeah, because he must be doing something right. Keep throwing rocks at the throne. Guess what? I don't. I don't stop my fucking day to talk about people. Yeah, I get. I'm making too much money over here, and I'm not saying that shit like I'm Hugh Hefner. I'm bank Mm. bank. They call Big Bank Hank. I'm I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm taking care of mine, and I'm. Minding the business that pays me. I'm occupying the lane that is for me. Period. And people don't people don't like that shit. People don't like people being successful. Mm -hmm. They don't like the fact that you got successful and you didn't have to ask them for help. You didn't have to ask them for shit. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's been my problem here. You know, I've been able to do what I've been doing.
2: So the question I'm gonna ask you, because I've been through it too. Why is it that these producers are so competitive for the chicks? because it ain't even about the money it's easy, about the chicks at the damn time
1: easy answer what we was doing this shit what was niggas doing to get pussy? yeah Hate other no other niggas yeah okay before we was doing this and we was regular joe blow niggas in the street niggas was getting put not no niggas around me mind you yeah. and i'm sure no niggas around you but we've known <laughs> some niggas to do some hey man shit to get some pussy yeah And that's what they do in this industry. They want all the girls to like them. They want all the girls to call them. They want to be in all the pictures. I don't give a fuck about being in none of these pictures. No model I have worked with or any model I will work with. If you don't pull the camera out and take the picture of us, we won't be taking the picture. Mm -hmm. I'm not not here for the clout chasing. You know what Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'm here to work and get my paper. If you respect me and you like hanging around me, you'll take the picture. I won't have to ask you. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I won't have to ask you, but look how many look
2: on social media, you tell me how many times you've seen me taking pictures of a Hey, oh, no shit, I, I don't nigga. know your face. Just no I, just, I just saw your face, dude. So, <laughs> Oh, let's get on that real quick. So the same dude that was hating and shit that wrote the whole think piece
1: and shit had the audacity to go there and talk about, where well, you don't even show your face. I was like, that was weird. Like, why do you need to see my face? These haters operate on a different
0: yes, level, they do.
2: I don't... I've never seen... I've heard about this type of hate. Never seen it before, oh, dog, this is, it, dog, This has been... The hate in the porn industry, the beef in the porn industry will make rap beats seem like baloney. Right. Seriously. Right. Because right. It, because even from my experience, back in 2008, 2009, when the when Twitter was just really getting popping, I had yeah. to shut my Twitter down for the bullshit that I had to deal with. Yeah. So, because... Models, all because everybody wants, once again, the advantage that women have is that people are going to believe the woman's story over our story, no matter how crazy it is. And then when they end up working with that model, they talk shit. They found out real quick, it wasn't us. It was her uh, because so she was just unprofessional as, as, as she proved herself to be.
1: So funny you say that because I was sitting here thinking about that shit last night. It's like you have a situation where a model will go on a slander campaign against somebody, whether it's warranted or not. In this instance we'll say it's unwarranted, right? Yeah. Unwarranted, it was just a bad day. She was just having a bad day and she decided to take it out on this dude and she decided to take it further than it needed to go. So now it's going all around that this guy's a piece of shit, yada yada yada. So the girl who actually says fuck that shit and goes work with this goes to work with this guy, finds out he's not any of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not because, oh, he put a front off for her that day or anything like that. No, he generally is not like that.
0: hmm
1: You know, that's the shit that be killing me, you know. Y'all <laughs> have to stop being so quick to try to run and try to cancel somebody because you had a bad situation. Now, if it's a situation that, like I said, involves somebody stepping across a line or putting somebody in harm's way, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm talking about here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that's just oh okay you think you hot I heard about your ass I'm gonna I'm a be the one to take you down mm-hmm. at, the, at this point in my life it's just a challenge from other people yeah. who heard shit and now they want to attack me but but at the same time doc and this is real spill this is real spill while I'm getting attacked and shit these folks are trying to steal my fucking platform from under my damn nose
2: mm,
1: that's deep Mm-hmm.
2: No, I'm saying people don't
0: know what we go
1: through, man. No, 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 no. This is the whole expose. I've been waiting for them all. (laughs) I got people who have filed for URLs to try to duplicate the actual concept of Throat Wars. Mm. That's come to me. Facts. No cap. I've had people I've noticed now shooting their content in a way that is very, very similar to Throat Wars. Mm -hmm. Before 2016, tell me how many people you seen out here deep throating before twenty
2: sixteen nah, he if you heard the term throat goat before twenty sixteen no, actually, I have not when well, nobody throwing shit, yeah, they better want to say porn star nowadays, but that's another conversation
1: mm mhm-huh, we can have that one. But
2: yeah, I mean, you
1: know, this ain't no ego. I don't pat myself on the back like like that. You know, I do my Mm -hmm. thing. I don't have to because the hate that I get lets me know I'm doing something right. But at the same time, I've witnessed and I've seen and people have come to me with shining examples of people who've tried to steal my concept, steal certain things that make throat wars, throat wars. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden now, everybody deep-throating and shit. Everybody throat-goating and shit. And the same girls claiming to be throat-goat got mad hands on dick. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They ain't even deep throating. And then you get them on set, they tapping the fuck out within 10 minutes. You know what mm-hmm. i It's like, hey, man. Hey, man. What y'all doing, <laughs> man? What y'all doing, man? I'm,
2: I'm lost out here. Let's see. I'm talking about. So, being a producer, how do you run your set? Um...
1: A lot like my recording sessions, unfortunately.
0: <laughs> a lot like my
1: music recording sessions, unfortunately, man. It's just a party with me, man. I've been I've been partying now since college. You know, I went to school at Clark Atlanta University, a Historical Black College. Shout out to HBCUs. Shout out to all the HBCUs and on guard. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. I was in that environment, man, where me being a local and I had, you know, people coming to a historically black college from all over, you know, I was kind of like the unofficial Atlanta tour guide
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I used to have some of these cats in the most hoodest of spots, you know, shootouts, the whole nine. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like yeah. you just came out here to learn some books. And I got them at like five, five, nine in the gate and, jazz and, <laughs> and shit, you know, Mm-hmm. Shoot sure, out parking lot. That's the kind of shit I be on. So, mm-hmm. so when you when you try to diss me and call me a thug, you're not you're like try again, nigga. You know, what I'm yeah, saying?
2: David, you actually saying the truth. So <laughs> I,
1: like, yeah, that's not it's it's not stopping a motherfucking thing over here because I know how to balance it. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you know it can be argued. I can work on it a little better for social media, but that's mm-hmm. social media. You know, I've always mm-hmm. been an entertainer. I've been entertaining people since before college. College has made it worse. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do in college. I was all the way up to, like, junior year before I realized, you know, hey, man, whatever I end up doing, is going to be something in the entertainment mm-hmm. business, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point where the fucking game chose me as far as this porn shit goes because yeah. my homeboy had to talk me into doing my first gangbang. And then when mm-hmm. I did this shit, and we was already shooting little balls around the hood, you know, on the little VHS. Hand here, mm-hmm. damn shit, you know. But this is the first professional shoot, so mm-hmm. now, like, okay, now some gas on this situation. I haven't looked back since, and no cap, I quit my job. Fuck, almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. I quit my job almost three Correct. years ago. This is this is what the fuck I do now. So I take it serious when I when, when I feel like people trying to mm-hmm. uh, take food out my my children's mouth and money out my pocket and try to hurt my brand you can do what you mm-hmm. want to do with me you can say what you want to say about me leave my fucking company alone man i work too hard yeah. on this shit uh like for real for real 17 motherfucking years i'm up at three four five in the morning when most motherfuckers asleep with their mouth open and shit you know what i'm saying i'm editing shit i ain't just editing for me i'm editing for other people i'm showing other people how to edit their shit i'm showing other people how to upload watermarks and make watermarks and you know, I don't crab. I don't handcuff the, the info. I'm I'm passing the shit along because as long as I've been in this shit, I I feel like I'm a gatekeeper. You know, I don't need nobody to stamp me. I don't need nobody to approve that. I got I've already been stamped. You know what I'm saying? I've already been stamped by the Florida mandingos. Mm-hmm. I got stamped by Lisa Sparks. You know what I'm saying? One mm-hmm. of my first parties I ever did had fucking Lisa Sparks in the motherfucking party. You know what I'm saying? That opened the door to me. That that opened the door for me to work with Sarah J. That opened the door for me to work with Amber Peach. That opened the door to work with A list porn stars at a time that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Okay? I was cutting my teeth with A list porn stars in the building. Then I stepped away for a while because we all get burnt out. You know? And then I wound up doing the uh, music thing for a while. And came back and um, came back and did throat wars.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying?
2: So so so, what did what what? How did you come up with throat wars? What was your cre- creativity behind that?
1: There's a popular site that does a lot of what I do. Mm-hmm. It's very similar. They got their own lane, mind you. I was inspired by them. I will be honest. I tell everybody that shit. Mm-hmm. I was inspired by them, but they ain't had no brothers doing <clears> this <throat> shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> they were really doing it. They doing what throat wars doing, but they ain't had no niggas over there. And I was like, you know what? They ain't really putting them bras through no changes. They ain't really, you know what? The, the throat wars. The appeal for throat wars for me is watching the girls struggle with the dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm watching. When I look at any deep throat content, I'm looking at how she's managing that dick. The look on mm-hmm. her face, the stress on her face, all that turns me on. So when mm-hmm. I wasn't seeing that, but it was kind of like faked almost. Yeah. It was implied. I was like, this would be hot as hell if we had some niggas doing this shit. And mm-hmm. it kind of just went from there.
2: Yeah, because it's interesting because I was talking about I said, how black point just basically somewhat declined in many ways. And you make it a point to use black male time as well as black female time. Speak to that.
1: Mm. thank you thank you for providing me an opportunity to speak to that because that was a point of contention early in throat wars infancy when we started in our bios across social media you saw where it was mentioned that we were pro interracial in so many words Mm -hmm. I think that's what started a lot of the shit that I have dealt with out here in Atlanta because Atlanta's Predominantly black, and they fucking that black porn out here, real, real
0: hard. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing
1: wrong with that. I just don't do. I don't. I the, that term just annoys me for some fucking reason. I can't put my finger on why. I just do porn. The interracial mm-hmm. shit. That's that. That was. That's a fucking category. That before I started, you know, mm-hmm. so I can't. I can't speak on that. You know, but the black porn shit just sound like a try hard moment. Know, yeah. Just like, just us. gotta. We don't have to do all of that, you know. Just do us. But when I was saying in our bios and shit that we was interracial, a lot of our sisters and shit was taking offense to it.
0: You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like, no, mm-hmm.
1: I don't mean to exclude you all. I'm making sure <laughs> that you all know that this is what this was based upon. But we definitely work with sisters. We sprinkle y'all, motherfuckers in, and you know what I'm saying? Like, we get it in. Mm-hmm. Um, but. What was crazy is it took me four sisters. It took four sisters for me to finally work with a sister that I could work with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the the attitude, the combativeness, the the sassiness, all that shit is so counterproductive. You supposed mm-hmm. to be fucking be a professional at all times. You know what I'm saying? All this mm-hmm. attitude, smacking lips. You got people on the clock. You know, like what are you an escort or you are a porn star? Because escorts. Got people on clock.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: can survive
2: in LA. LA, they got them girls on set eight hours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because I see that—that's that why I said that a lot of the black girls. Why a lot of times they don't get the work because of attitude,
1: and they try to paint it like it's something else, and that ain't it. That ain't goddamn. It got nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I've yeah. been on set. Where I've seen sisters do some fucked up shit, not just to me, but to other fucking people and shit. Stole mm-hmm. content, did clown level shit that didn't need to be done. And it's just like, why are you doing it?
0: hmm.
1: See, you so know, people don't realize, oh, and then it's like, okay, so now when you speak about it, now you're the bad guy because you were supposed to just shut the fuck up and let her do what she wanted to do.
0: hmm.
1: And when you say, hey, hold on, wait, no, nah, nah, hold on. Nah. I have to assert myself here, you stepped on some toes. Then you become public enemy number one. Then you become throat wars. You become so ridiculous Mm -hmm. because I don't bite my tongue. Yeah, I don't bite my tongue in no circumstance in no situation. Period. I am the clapback king that has cost me. That has cost me. You know what I'm saying? And I recognize that shit, but I can't let you disrespect me. At the end of the day, you don't have to like me. And this is sounding cliche, I get it, but it is what it is. You ain't got to like me. You ain't got to love me. You ain't got to shake my hand. You ain't got to hug me. You will respect me. You will respect me because I respect everybody. I don't go out of my way to disrespect nobody. And can none of these people who claim to have a problem with me say I've ever
0: disrespected them?
1: Period. It's always some shit that they've done that I had to check their ass on and they ain't like that shit.
0: Yeah.
2: Because the thing of it is, we don't realize that we are the captain of the ship. So when mm-hmm. something goes wrong with it, they don't look at the model. They don't. They don't have
0: the... to assume
1: no responsibility in you and your ship. Period. Mm-hmm. They can come and fuck your shit up and leave. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you come fuck my shit up and leave. While you here in my shit, you will abide by my motherfucking rules. If you don't like that shit? You can hey, hey, I can go book somebody else. Dude oh. I don't have to argue with you. I'm not going to argue with you. And they don't like that shit, and that's why I'm not like because I do hold that trump card at the end of the day. You mm-hmm. can say you do You can you can you can go say that you don't want to work with the wars or that you got me blacklisted. or I don't want to work. Guess what? I don't give a damn. At the end of the day, we ain't working, regardless of who said we ain't working. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but you gonna benefit more than I ever would. You're getting a rub. You're getting another placement on another fucking platform and not just some Joe Blow platform. Uh, platform. This ain't no WordPress site. All anyone has to do is go search the value of throat wars dot com. Let's see value. I know what my platform is and I work very hard on my platform and if people don't want to respect my platform, that's fine. They don't have to. Mm-hmm. Don't have to work It doesn't have to be nasty. It doesn't have to be contentious. You can do your fucking thing over there. I can do my fucking thing over here. That's what a lot of these people don't fucking understand. Why does it have to be a whole tear down, uh, Tiki torch mob type of situation? Mm -hmm. Just leave my fuck alone. Mute him. Block him. Do what you got to do.
2: I I think, I think because me and you come from the same generation, we had what was called cut-off. You know what I'm talking about. When the TV cut the fuck off, You're no serious, more shows. Yeah. No more shows. And people didn't have a platform to pile on. Yeah. And that what I see when it happens with that. It, I see it happen with you. I see it happen with me. I see it happen with Clint when he was doing BBW Fan fest. Ooh. That it takes one girl to sit here and say one negative fucking thing. And she's so off-base. But because the other girls just want to pile on and be a part of the pile on, they just
1: go on. And it's emotional. It's
2: emotional. I can't
1: tell you how many times I've had issues with girls that I didn't even know I had issues with, because most of this should be one-sided. Yeah, We end up squashing it, dog. We end up squashing it, and it's like so much time was wasted. So much time was wasted. So much shit was said that didn't need to be said. So many eyes and ears was attached to the situation that didn't need to be attached. What do we do it for? Yeah. What did we do it for? Like I thought we were grown around here. I don't fucking on. bother nobody, dog. People will attest to that shit. It's just mm-hmm. so funny. The beast that I get, like, especially here within the last two to three months. I just got back I just battled back from a stroke. And that's pretty much common knowledge now. You know what I'm saying? Thank, and it wasn't no major stroke, so me. I don't want people, you know, to be all like sympathetic for my case. Not that they ever would be. But um, <laughs> here you go, baby. Um, honestly, real talk. They, um, I just battled back from that. It was something minor that they really mm-hmm. gave me six months to, to battle back from, and I battled back in three fucking weeks. But while I was laid up, incapacitated, somebody had the brother, audacity my brother. to start a beef. With, uh, thank you, bro. Somebody had the audacity to start a beef with me
2: because they knew I was laid the fuck up. That's what they want to.
1: You know what I'm saying? So it's like that kind of clown shit, bro. Like, niggas were not popping when I was out here on my own, too. Mm-hmm. They waited till I was down, and they thought I was out. Yep. And for what? They trying to start a damn turf porn war out here, and they like, for what? <laughs> what are we doing? What are you doing? Why? Why can't you do your thing and I do mine? Why do you have to stop your bag to be like, hold on, wait, I can't make this money today. Let me go take him down. Mm. Let me go try and to see, take him
2: down anyway. How that is? There's enough money out here for every fucking body.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That with the, the kicker. It's a multi-billion-dollar, trillion-dollar business. There's enough money, enough chicks, enough sex, enough blowjobs, enough pussy out here for every fucking body in this business. There's no competition. Who you competing with? Because unless um, you have made I, a company can, uh, like that Playboy, keep- you. You ain't no competition
1: to shit. I compete with myself. I'm trying to be better than I was the previous day. Yeah. This is what I preach to anybody who will actually listen to me. Be better than you were yesterday. Just be better than you were yesterday and watch how far you grow in six months. But Hmm. you can't do that when you online trying to pick fights with people who ain't even trying to fight with you. Motherfucker was like, nigga, you always got something to say about girls. You You don't talk tough to no dude." You don't say that to no dude. And I was like, "Well, why would I? Like, nigga, I don't hire you niggas. You know what no. I'm like, saying? <laughs> make that make sense to me, dog. Like, I don't hire you niggas. So why would I have anything to say to you motherfuckers? You guys are mad because I don't hire you. Mm-hmm. You guys are mad because I don't fucking need you. You're not going to do the shit right no way. Period. Yeah. I've already had enough you on set to know that most of the guys that i work with don't do this shit right no damn way. That's why I had to fucking do it. And I don't want to mm. do it. I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you. I don't want to do it. I'd rather be behind the camera.
2: That, that's uh, how my, I I, was. Uh, I became male-time because of necessity, not because I wanted
1: to. And I we just, occupy yeah. a very small space because a lot of guys do it for the exact opposite reason, Because that's yep. the only entryway into the industry. They got to go buy a camera. Nobody's gonna hire them. They don't have a cachet. They don't have a resume. Yeah. So they got to go buy a camera, and they got to find somebody that will hopefully shoot with them, and hopefully it turns out quality. Because if it's quality, you might get a
2: shot with somebody. See you know what I'm saying? You but man, be, I got to shut this. I got to shut this down, man. You coming? Right? You coming back, right?
1: Hey, man. All you gotta do is just send the word, brother.
2: I, I, I'm bringing you back, man. We 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 gonna chop it up heavy. Hey, I like talking I to you, kids. Let me plug some things right quick, though. I know no, you got to no, no. go. Tell um, about where you can find you. Um, everything Throat
1: Wars. Uh, Well, you know, except Instagram, because they hating on sex workers and shit like that. <laughs> so, we are uh, ThroatWars.com. That's D-O-T-com. And then, you know, we got some other Instagrams attached to that. I do want to plug the new podcast that we are working on. Um, we've already We've already recorded the pilot. Uh, pod, and um, yeah, we're gonna bring a different wrinkle to it. Um, I'm getting ready to go ahead and start editing, editing that now, but it's gonna be a great, I think, a great look. Shout out to Samaj Media for the visuals, shout out to my co host, Princess.
2: What's up, my boy? What's up, man? What's up? Now, go ahead and shout out to everybody where they can find your stuff, my man. Oh, man, we on
1: Twitter. I'm at Plot Wars. Let's see. Uh, Instagram, dot com. That's actually D-O-T com. Um, let me see what else we got going on. I was mentioning the podcast earlier, the Golden Balls Deep podcast with me and Princess Heavy. Um, oh, that's, yeah. That's going to be coming real, real soon. Working on that right now as we speak. Um, got some new sites that we just filed for. That's going to be coming real, real soon. Um, don't want to plug those just yet until you get some content behind it. <laughs> Trust me. Y'all like the awards,
2: you ain't seen nothing yet. You know? Most definitely. Most definitely. So yeah. let me close this out. Also, too, let me ask you, you know, I'd I, I be remiss
1: if I didn't shout out. My team, Throat, I'm, I'm sorry, Third Zone Productions. Uh, yeah. And man, Doug, Desire Media Group. My main man, TC. TRS Photos, myself, obviously, man, we comprise Third Zone Productions. And, um, you know, you can find us on Twitter as well at Third Zone Prod. That's P R O
2: D. And,
1: uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I'm done.
2: <laughs> See, it's say sad boy. So, with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming through, man.
1: Thank you again for the invite.
2: No doubt. All right. All right.